everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. So I just got back from an epic adventure with my 13-year-old daughter. I, I know. I can't <laughs> wait to hear about it. So, so she wanted to, for a couple of years, she's wanted to like drive from Minneapolis to Salt Lake City and then go tour like all the national parks that are kind of like near-ish Salt Lake oh. City or in Utah there, in southern Utah. Okay. She, did you say for a couple of years she's wanted to do this? Yeah, yeah. So since wow. she's been like 10, every summer she's like, can we drive to Salt Lake City? And I'm like, it, like there's a few years I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe. But then this year I got super serious about it. I'm like, yep, let's figure that out. You've been wanting to do this for a while. So like, let's figure it out. Aww. Well, this spring I sat down to like actually figure out how you would get there. Yeah. Um. Well, it turns out like Salt Lake City is like 20 hours of driving away from yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. And then it's like another like four or five hours down to the, you know, Zion and Bryce and all of those national parks. Oh, yeah. So, so what we did instead is we flew to Salt Lake City and rented yep. a car and we did the, they call it like the big five loop, which is uh -huh. arches, canyon, canyon lands, uh, Capitol Reef, Bryce wow. and Zion national parks. We wow. put in, so that's five parks. We did it in five days. We put is it that out. ridiculous that you did it in five days, or is that a yep. good number? Oh. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. yep. no, it was ridiculous. No, it's <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, we put on twelve hundred oh. miles on oh, a rental car. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can I just get a little visual here? Like, were you in a big car, a little car? No, were I don't know. We had just like a little crossover SUV thing. Okay, um, okay. And were you singing or were you eating snacks? Like, what were you um, doing all this time in this car? Well, so each of the parks is just like a couple hours away from each other. So, okay. like, oh, we flew into okay, Salt Lake and we drove to Moab. Okay. And we spent the night in Moab. And then the next day we explored Arches. Okay. Uh, and then we went to bed. And then, huh. uh, because Arches and Canyonlands are kind of like by each other, um, yeah. then we explored Canyonland, and then the next day we drove to the next park that evening. Uh huh. And then got up the next morning, explored the next park, and then oh drove gosh. to the next park the next <laughs> evening. So it was like, right? It's like every yeah. evening we were driving and every oh. day we were exploring park. So it That's totally worked. That's actually so cool. It totally worked out. Oh. Um, and I only did that kind of by accident because I'm like, I can't have, I, like, I don't have a, like, three week chunk of time to like vacation yeah. around Utah. So we got to get it done in a week. <laughs> <laughs> Is that American or what? <laughs> I need to hurry up and relax in a week. I can't right, do exactly. it any oh, longer. This it's either was that not, or nothing. Just to be very clear, this was not relaxing. <laughs> 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 the awesome part about it was it's just the kind of, as everyone probably gathers, is this, it's just the kind of adventure vacation that's yeah. right up my alley right yes and um, and obviously abby's and abby's which was awesome like so it was the first time where it was just her and i 
Um, And she, like, it was kind of surprising to me that she had the same amount of, like, drive to go do these things as I did. That's like that's shocking, actually. It's like every morning she's, like, up at 7, and she's like, (laughs) all right, let's go. I'm like, where's my coffee? (laughs) And then then we would hike all day, and then we'd plan the next, like, And you were camping. You were camping. Yeah, we had... (laughs) Uh-huh. We were camping, except yeah. uh, there was one night where we totally chickened out and got a hotel room because <laughs> it was like 105 degrees out and we were just like totally wrecked. <laughs> you two would end up like two pieces of bacon on the desert floor. <laughs> so it was well, so fun. And, you know, it, you know, as you and I were kind of like thinking about it, it's like these things you do with your kids yeah um have a really lasting impact oh my gosh yeah that's why that's why i wanted you to tell your story because there's i don't think we as parents or people that influence children aunts or uncles or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't think we recognize the absolute value and longevity of these kinds of experiences Mm -hmm. with our kids Mm -hmm. i think creating like i mean okay do you think you'll go on another trip with her yep Exactly. For sure. And I bet you loved it so much that you'll try and do it somewhat regularly, like once a year. Yeah. Once a summer. So with our oldest, with Ethan. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know how long ago it was. It's maybe even 10 years ago. Yeah. One of my buddies invited us to go along with them to the Boundary Waters. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'd, yep. Ethan, again, he must have been like 12, 13, same, yeah. same age as Abby. And... uh. So I guess it wasn't quite 10 years ago. Um, yeah. But anyway, he, they, we went on this Boundary Waters trip together, and he and mm-hmm. I liked it so much that we have yep. gone back every single year. It's, like, it's yeah. like we don't even ask if we're going to the Boundary Waters. It's just like a given that it's like when in the is summer. It? Yeah, Not when if. is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of routine is really fun to build. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, you know, as an adult, we think it's really fun to build. But the lasting stuff that it ha- that is created with our kids is amazing. Like, so in our situation, our son, Mitchell, is a an avid angler. Mm-hmm. I mean, he f- everything, his mind is fishing, fishing, fishing. He loves it. He's got an Etsy account for building fly, t- you know, uh, tie, yep. he ties flies. Um, and he's just into fishing so much. When he was little, he used to come find me after dinner. And he would say, Mom, can you take me fishing at Little Long? Mm. And so we had this habit. I would grab a camp chair. Mm-hmm. He would get his fishing stuff. I'd bring a book. I'd sit on the end of the dock while he was just casting, 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 casting. Mm. And while I did not think we were creating a habit mm-hmm. or a memory, I was just thinking, he really wants to fish. And if I don't drive him, he can't. That's what I was thinking. You yeah. know, like it's really fun for me to watch him do something he loves so much. That place is such a special place for both of us. Mm. So much so that now, I mean, he's, you know, 26 years old almost. Mm -hmm. And um, he had his graduation photos taken for high school there. Oh, wow. That same doc, you know, and just, um, and he will bring that up occasionally. It's like, yeah, I want to go fishing with my mama. And then I started fishing with him (laughs) more as he got older. But that's such a lasting, amazing memory. Yeah. You know, being a part of something that was important to him and finding the time and the consistency mm-hmm. to be part of it with him. Yeah. And, you know, as I think about it, there's lots of these little habits with 
kids and and mm-hmm. i mean in all relationships but the the ones with like the kids i think are mm-hmm. um are really like impactful like and we're talking about some kind of big things like big trips or routine yeah. trips or things um the other little habit i have with with abby mm-hmm. is like when she, she when she was younger she never wanted like a high five or a fist bump or anything sort of like cheer cheery like that <laughs> I don't know why. She's like, you. I was like, come oh my on. God, yeah, right? she's so you. <laughs> don't acknowledge it. Just keep moving. <laughs> so, uh. um, so what we started doing was just like touching our index fingers, like very <laughs> subtly. It's like the it's like the most subtle little like tap. Introvert. Of, yeah. It's the introverted oh, yeah. high five. It's the introverted <laughs> high five. It's one finger. It's very subtle. It's low. <laughs> secret. But it's like our little secret. It's almost like our little secret handshake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, I love that. And uh, so that's like another one of those little habits mm-hmm. that we have mm-hmm. together that we share together, that yeah. I think like really strengthens like our relationship. Yeah. Right. And the and the thing is this. So like I just think back to when I was a kid, and I had um a gra- I had two grandpas that were in my life, and they were such different guys. Mm. Like one was a minister, and he was just um so kind of regal not not his personality but just in how he carried himself Mm. he you know he just had such a dignified he was Mm -hmm. just so dignified and um during the week he worked at a technical college and would sell students on getting into this tech program Mm. so he worked full-time doing that and he was an ordained minister who had a church full church life his whole adult he you know, until he retired at 83 or whatever it was, 82. Um, But I loved being with him when he would go to this school. So in the summer, I would be able to go to stay with them. Mm -hmm. And I would drive into Minneapolis. They lived in southern Minnesota. Mm. He would drive to Minneapolis every single day. And I would be able to sit with him in his office. And I had all these little fun routines while he worked. And then we always went for lunch. Mm. And we went to, wait for it, Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't even remember that restaurant. I know. I know. I'm totally (laughs) dating myself. I'm totally dating myself. But the thing is this, he made an effort and he loved it. Mm. He loved when I got to sit in his office Mm -hmm. with him. And by the way, he chain smoked. It was just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) But um, I'd get to do all these little things that were office related, you know, at eight, nine, 10 years Mm. old that that really weren't, but he would pay me a penny her brochure to put brochures together mm-hmm. for the school like all that stuff it made such a good fond memory of me being able to spend time with him yeah you know just feeling important yeah in his life to do that mm-hmm. yeah and that you got yeah. to do it kind of i guess routinely right like over and over yeah every summer yep. every single summer and i've done that too like with our daughter uh, megan she and i have always done like an airplane trip together mm. So from the time she was an infant, I had a girlfriend that's husband worked for UPS and we would travel all around the country at least once a year to visit their family. Mm-hmm. And Megan and I had this little fun routine of being able to travel together mm-hmm. like that. And we recently went to Europe together. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it's just, um, the feeling of it is not your standard, hey, we're getting to go on this fun trip, isn't, mm-hmm. it? It's great. And isn't it great? It's way deeper than that. Yeah. It's being able to connect with each other on a really long-standing habitual way Mm -hmm. that started when she was really little yeah that's that's really cool abby and i used to when i would drop her off at uh like at preschool 
Like I yeah. was, I would always drop her off at preschool on my way to work. Yeah. Back in the day when people went to work <laughs> <laughs> or to an office, uh, she and I had like this the uh, the same playlist. We'd play like the exact same like four songs. Like yes. on the way to preschool. So we like knew them by heart. Like we knew exactly like I knew exactly like when we hit like this this certain stoplight, I knew exactly when we were on the playlist. It's like the same. But it's funny how like sometimes that routineness brings yeah. like such comfort. Oh my gosh. I mean yes. it sounds boring, like really for like Mm-mm. two years you listen to the same playlist over and over. Like, yep, every single day. But it's just like something about it brought comfort. Yeah. I think I think that as parents, especially when you have younger kids, I feel like um, it's it's hard to be in the moment because you're so busy trying to get through the moment. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get all your stuff done, make sure they have all what they need. And you get into this mode of operation where you're skimming off the top. You're not really emotionally noticing or connecting. Mm-hmm. And And then it used to be where the kids didn't have anything else except you. Now... They've got things to keep them occupied and disconnected from you. Mm-hmm. You know, like they. I used to. I remember when um, our kids were teenagers. Parents and parent classes would always say, "If you want to talk to your sons, do it when you're driving in the car." Yep. Because you don't have direct eye contact. You're looking around. There's other things to look at. It's not so intense for them. Mm-hmm. But now, unless you're really intentional about that, they're completely checked out too. Yeah. Right. They're. You know. Look at their phones or listen to music yeah. and their AirPods or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I just think, and and this is not a this is not to be judgmental or um, to give people a hard time. I just think it's really important to remember the value of consistent connection mm-hmm. with our kids. the The true value of it, and it feels so good to do it for us. But the lasting connection that it creates um, for children as they're forming their adult beliefs, mm-hmm. you know. Our daughter's married now, and she lives in the North Loop, and we don't get to see her as much as we used to, which is all fine and wonderful and normal. Um, and she still craves the one-on-one time with her parents mm. and getting to do some of the same things that she's always appreciated mm-hmm. and seeing her value that in her life and making efforts to do that mm. with her new husband and in her life. Yeah. Yeah, it's always like... Uh... The things you do with your kids, it, yeah, I mean, we as adults feel it, like the things that we did with our parents, we mm-hmm. tend to do with our kids, right? So it's kind of like, you know, they, you talk about like that cycle, that behavioral mm-hmm. cycle from yeah. from parent, to, from generation to generation. Um, we can be like, you know, we can change it, right? We can be more purposeful about yeah. how we're doing that stuff with our kids. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, another thing we used to do is like reading. Like you're right, it doesn't have to be it does it's not about money or status mm-hmm. or what you, you know, going out and creating special memories. It's simply being aware of the memories that you are making right now. Mm-hmm. It's simply being aware of what the habits are of your of your family culture, whatever yeah. they are. Yeah. Right? Our kids used to absolutely love every single night go and get a pile of books, each one of them, and I'd get a pile of books and we would just lay down on the bed and we would all just look at books. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I did that in the moment I was doing it to get them to settle down a little bit so that they could just go to bed and have had a chance to be more mellow. Yeah. However, the long-term effect of that was how much they enjoyed the experience. And, oh, remember when you used to read the Treehouse mm. books, Mom? Remember when you used to do this? 
And a lot of the stuff I don't even remember right now because in, I was in my head in those moments just mm -hmm. trying to get stuff done. Yeah, you're but like for blocking them, and tackling with young kids, right? It's yeah, exactly. hard to remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they bring stuff up now in their 20s and I was like, no, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how, um, you know, even when I think back to my childhood, like, you know, my, I, my, my mom loves when I forget that I, we did big things. Uh -huh. so, Mrs. Me, Parker, I got you. She'll be like, remember when we went to Disney World? I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this could be a me thing or a guy thing. I don't know. Um, but sometimes like, like it's like when there's a big event that happens, yeah. you know, it's fun. Everyone enjoys it in the moment, but it, it doesn't, the memory of it kind of maybe fades pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. What's what's funny is that, and, and we put a lot of effort into these like big like yeah, family I events. Agree. We're gonna go big uh -huh. vacation, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. but a lot of the real lasting memories yeah. are the much plainer but more routine things that happened. Yes, in childhood, totally. right? Yeah, um, yeah. Like frankly, I have more memories as a child of just going to my grandparents' cabin, which was a yeah. routine weekend thing that we did than like the big you know summer trip we took here or there right right yeah yep. do you know what's so funny we had uh we had we went and had a beer with a buddy of ours this week and um he's like 76 77 years old and we started riffing on all the fun things we did as little kids hmm. and how different it is now and, and, it, and it's like you know you were responsible for creating your own mm -hmm. environments when you were little most of the time and we just like as a side note we just started riffing on the different games that we played mm. as kids oh my gosh we were laughing so hard pom pom pull away do you remember that game mm, you're gonna I say no i didn't play that game <laughs> how about red rover red rover yeah. send timmy over yeah, played or that game uh-huh kick the can of course kick the can <laughs> uh-huh okay but that's a, a night games yep. you know like yep. okay but we just started talking about all that and how fun that was and it was you always knew you were in trouble when the door would open and it was just dark and you were supposed to be home mm. quote by dark yep <laughs> <laughs> my mom had a whistle that would stop traffic and the what? entire neighborhood would stop moving and go oh missy you got to get home your mom just yeah, whistled. Right. <laughs> The street lights go on, that means you're in trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I just, I think it's, I, I don't know what made me start reflecting on this. Actually, no, I know it did. The fact that you were getting back from this mm. trip. And I always appreciate how you, you have been very intentional and so have I, but trying to do important things with your kids th while you have them mm -hmm. that are within their scope of their age that is meaningful, you know, mm -hmm. that even if you're trying to pass down something that you learned, you know, yep. like I remember when you were doing your water skiing, when you were teaching the kids how to water oh, skiing, yeah. you had that pole, that <laughs> side pole that you had stuck on your boat yep. so that they could have something to hang on to. Yep. Like stuff like that, because you valued that because you got to learn how to do that when you were young. Yeah. And those are some of the, the fun, like kind of routine things that go on over a long period of time, right? Like going, going on the, out onto the lake and skiing yeah. or tubing or messing around on the lake right yeah um yeah yeah those yeah. are those are things that like you know bring me a lot of joy but like I, the kids like it and it's kind of like uh mm -hmm. you know when we say hey we're going to the lake everyone just kind of knows and yep. gets in line and 
jumps in and yep. does their thing. Yep. I And I think too, like the whole point of this conversation is really not for people to start to feel any stress about creating these things. I would actually encourage people to just sit and recognize what their things already mm-hmm. are because every family has those. Mm-hmm. Every family has them and it's just, are you are you really aware of the value of what those are? Yeah. You know, and are you capturing every chance that you can because it goes so fast. Yeah. It, it sure so does. Fast. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think. It's, it's like when the kids are really little, you do have some like sort of routines, right? Um, yeah. And it's kind of like a way to help, um, especially like really young kids, maybe transition, right? You do the same thing to get from the house to the car, from the car. Right. You know? Yes, exactly. Um, yep. Yep. Same song, same song. But once they get a little bit more independent, that mm-hmm. that fades a little bit because... Mm-hmm. Yes, those physical, right. easy, mm-hmm. um, yes. And so I think like my reflection on it would be just keep some of that routine up. Yeah. Because it's yep. it's fun to do and it and it really does to me build like stronger relationships. And we get, we should actually have another yeah. podcast about doing that as adults. Like how yeah, does routine should. help yeah. your adult relationships? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. um, you know, when, I mean, frankly, like that's, we won't talk cover talk about that right now but like when you get out of routine with somebody you know you mm-hmm. can tell that your relationship is out is, of sync. it's out of sync you kind of like there's more mm-hmm. distance between you right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you're not still friends but you know adult relationships mm-hmm. kind of ebb and flow a lot yeah um, yeah but you know what and it's I around the routine too i think they do too and i, I think it's around mm-hmm. this routineness like like mm-hmm. how routinely do you see each other how routinely do you eat together how routinely do you th- do things so if, mm-hmm. uh, or even just talk yeah, or so you know, on the phone. If you want to like they don't live there. start kind of building a stronger relationship, I think that uh, getting into some of these, even just start with very small habits is a really great yeah. way to strengthen a relationship. Yeah. And you know how what I would add to that with a kid piece is, you know, as kids, because kids grow and they, um, they emotionally are so much more mature than we recognize. Mm. Um, and, and I think that as those habits, they outgrow some of the family habits that you've always had. Mm-hmm. I think there's a certain loss that goes along with mm-hmm. that. I think there are times where we say to ourselves, oh my gosh, the thing that I always used to do to feel like my kid was listening or I could hear my kid or I don't feel like they're, those are there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, And there's a, there's a loss that can be, be associated with mm-hmm. that. But I would say is um, don't be afraid to create new ones. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to be open to this idea that, oh, actually that worked really well for 12 years or 18 years and now it doesn't work at all. And what what can I do instead? Yep. Like, or, or, you know, even get into the mindset of asking them, like what, what kind of new routines or are there things that we can stu- still do? Because it's so important to me that I'm still connecting with you. Yep. Just sharing that piece, I think, is hugely, vastly helpful. Yep. All right, so, I'm gonna come up with a well, list. For <laughs> new habits for each one of my kids. <laughs> oh, anyway, I I I'm so I'm so pleased you had fun with Abby. What a great Thanks. trip! I'm gonna do that trip now. I actually wrote down those parts. Well, I'm sure I'll lose give, a sheet of paper. I'll give at you some my point, like but... very difficult itinerary. <laughs> it's a vacation on hard mode. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. 
And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.